It's not that easy being green Having to spend each day the color of the leaves When I think it could be nicer being red Or yellow or gold Or something much more colorful like that Oh, uh, what was it? It's not Greetings, green. Greetings, green gang. Green guys or green, green gang? No, green goobers? Green gang, goobers, guys, and goyim. Goyim? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You're listening to Zero to Zero, the podcast where right now we're watching the movie Green Lantern. It's me, your friend Sam, with the big old brain. Hi, I'm Giga, and um, <laughs> I've never felt better in my life. Uh and i'm val flight cub and you will not believe the video that i caught on my lg slide phone (laughs) (laughs) the product placement in this movie is something else Mm -hmm. it stands for lantern green yes so i will say like a lot of a lot of stuff happened this week in green lantern i was not expecting because it was a relatively short we only watched about 30 minutes ish this week mm-hmm. i was not expecting as much to happen that did happen but this is when you say that because i i think i've mentioned before that usually i will watch whatever i'm watching for a podcast and then i go talk to lauren about it i basically rehearse the podcast mm-hmm. with her mm-hmm. uh this is actually all scripted but uh i finished watching this part of the movie and then i went to talk to lauren and i was like yeah not really much happened this week <laughs> I thought it was Buck Wild. A lot of Buck Wild. I mean, I think you know maybe what this reminded- not a huge amount of stuff happened plot wise, but this, this really reminded me of these. Sorry, I don't mean to keep interrupting no. you, Val. I'm sorry, I don't mean to inter- keep interrupting you, but I was. This episode reminded so me. So, Val, of- what did it remind you of? <laughs> the second episode of the Snyder Cut uh, season starts with. The, the description of the episode starts with, do you like lore? Uh-huh. And that's what I was, th- that's what I felt during this. That's how I felt the first this fucking time. Is, yeah. This is, well, this oh, is no. like, oh, if you. I'm so sorry. I totally forgot because I watched a little bit ahead oh. last week. So yeah, the huge fucking lore dump I completely forgot was in here. Yeah. Because uh-huh. <laughs> we also missed a week last week. So <laughs> it's been two weeks since I watched the giant sorry, lore dump. Sorry you've, you've had to go without Green Lantern for so long. I'm not. Um, all right. Shall we just get right into it? Yes, hmm. what happens, Giga? Oh, wait, I forgot oh. I was going to make a joke. Uh, right uh, right before I... Uh, uh, I Right before we sat down to record, I ate a pickle, which is like a, a green lantern of, of... That I... <sighs> Are you done? Mm-hmm. Are you finished embarrassing yourself, Sam? No. No, give him a second. Because the, the lantern... It's like, I like it, and it's like a lantern of... So it makes you light up? Flavor. Lantern of okay. flavor. Okay. You right. see what happens when I don't rehearse with Lauren. Yeah, all right, Sam. Yeah. Just you know what's just, fucked up though? She could have really sit. punched that up for why you. Why don't you why don't you just why don't you just come over here and sit down? You know what's fucked up though? I did rehearse this joke with Lauren. You did? Was it was no the joke that you didn't make a God. joke? Huh? I I'm so confused. Did you finish the joke and then Lauren Lauren was yeah. like, Okay, don't tell that on the podcast and you're like <laughs> Okay. No, I said I was going to make that joke on the podcast, and she she applauded, and uh, she threw flowers at me. 
not to break kayfabe here, but was the joke struggling to come up with a joke about pickles? No, the joke was that I I ate was a green the pickles? lantern. I, okay, I ate a pickle to to get myself in the mood to talk about the green lantern. All right, because it's green. <laughs> because now that we're all green. green on the inside. All right. So I'm we ended last sorry. time with um, Hal Jordan, our protagonist, flying through light. Uh, after the flash of light, our hero Hal is seen unconscious in the scanning probing chamber where he is scanned and probed and it seems quite painful. Uh, none the worse for wear, though, he awakens in a weird organic room where he immediately does some karate in the mirror and is caught by a birdfish man known as Tomar Ray. Tomar Ray establishes that he has a universal translator, and when his identity needs to be concealed, a little mask will appear over his face. And fail to do its job. And fail to do its job. How is um, also in the CGI suit at this point, when yes. he emerges out of the... Did I forget thing. to say that? Okay. Yes. Sorry, I rewrote this one, uh, that, that paragraph. Also, Hal now has the census data of the Green Lanterns in his brain. They walk into the cityscape of the planet Oa, where Tomar tells Hal that they're going to fly. Hal more or less immediately is able to fly, as well after only falling for a little bit. Tomar and Hal fly through various phallic skyscrapers on Oa before heading to the big green glowing space laser in the distance that is the embodiment of the will of every living being in the universe and also the source of the Green Lantern's power. (sighs) They land next to a fish, a robot, and a wasp in a big cavern full of Green Lantern's people uh, with a big Green Lantern symbol shaped crystal in the middle. Uh, Sinestro comes out and tells everyone that the Parallax is out there killing our boys in green. They don't know much about it, save that it's really strong and bad. And they're going to go out there and fight Parallax. And they all say, we are the core, and shoot their green into the sky. Uh, yeah, Tomar they Ray- do. Tomar Ray tells Hal... That the ring's powers come from the imagination, while he rotates a cube in 3D in his mind. He encourages Hal to try, but Hal can only barely visualize a four on the apple scale. He gets bodied by a giant pig man named Kilowog, who calls him a poozer. Kilowog does a rock drop on you test, followed by a discus throw at you test, which Hal fails. He then does a suck you into the sun test to teach Hal about gravity. He then does a let me help you up but actually punch you in the face test, to which Hal responds with a kick you in the dick test. Uh, which Kilowog fails. Then Sinestro f- shows up and says Hal is an unworthy human. They have a sword fight, with Hal does a, which Hal does a bad job at. Sinestro explains that fear is the mind killer and that Hal is a stinky little fear boy. Hal decides he's had enough of getting bullied and he's very shitty at this and he goes home, but they let him keep the ring for some reason. The rest of the Green Lanterns go on. Yeah. The rest of their par- the Green Lanterns go on their parallax hunting mission. Meanwhile, Dr. Hammond is teaching a high school science class, and he's hearing evil whispers of high school students' brains. Uh, he gets really angry at a jock and owns him with telekinesis. He looks at his own he looks at his own blood under a microscope and sees that it's being turned into Cheetos. His jock senator dad invites him to his office and tells him that he got to study the alien because of nepotism. His dad's Brain whispers tell Hector that he's a disappointment to his father. Hal is pensively T-posing in his apartment while Green Lantern SEAL Team 6 zoops into Sector 2312 at the edge of the Milky Way. A big sticky parallax cloud with a Megamind head is there. They fight parallax, but he tornado suck jobs their skeletons out. Parallax is headed for Oa. Uh, Sinestro goes back to Oa and tells the Smurfs that that's happening, and the Smurfs tell him that the parallax was a Smurf himself at one point, and he decided... That Smurf decided to harness the power of fear, which turned him into Parallax. Needless to say, it did not go well. 
now he's coming back to get revenge. Sinestro decides that the obvious course of action here is that they should do the same fear thing again because it worked out really well the first time. <laughs> Senator Dad goes to the Ferris Aeronautics Jazz Party and everyone is there. Hal, Hector, Tom, Carol... Hal and Hector know each other, apparently, and Hal does an insane icebreaker with Carol and finally explains that they actually did get the contract and all those guys got laid off for nothing. Um, Mr. Ferris congratulates his daughter and Senator Dad says how much cooler Hal and Carol are than his own kid. Hector and Carol also know each other and Hector smells Carol and breaks his NDA uh, about the alien. Uh, Hector is having a very bad time and tries to kill his dad about it. Uh, the helicopter crashes into the party 100 times, but somehow manages to not kill anyone before Hal appears and in Green Lantern mode and turns it into Hot Wheels, saving the day. Literally. Uh, yeah, that is not an exaggeration. Not a joke. That is literally exactly what he does. Hector goes home after his failed dad murder and has a really bad headache. Like, really bad. Like Cronenberg bad. After yelling so loud that Parallax can hear, he sits down... And we see what he's going on, and he's got some pretty bad swelling, and he looks at a picture of Carol. Uh, pretty bad swelling is kind of an understatement, uh, but we'll say. get into that. <laughs> Tom is somehow the only person in the party who recognized Hal, and he confronts him about his antics. Hal shows off for Tom by aggressively Wait, who he the posts. Fuck is Tom? Tom is Taika Waititi. Oh, shit. I didn't know he had a name in this. So, Hal shows off for Taika Waititi. We see that he has to recharge his ring between sessions. Uh, Taika Waititi says something insane, and Hal goes over to Carol's house in the Green Lantern mode, and so she, and she finally recognizes him and lampshades the mask, and she lampshades the mask thing. Sorry, I was typing this very quickly because I was running out of time. Uh, Hal gives Carol the down low on the Green Lantern situation while they do a romance scene on top of an aircraft control tower that is also their office, which is also Carol's house. Uh, <laughs> Sweaty Hector is sitting in the parking lot outside and watches Hal fly away. Hector goes to the high school science lab and sees that his blood is becoming increasingly, increasingly Cheeto-fied. Uh, Amanda Waller shows up and touches Hector, which lets him see her backstory. Uh, they take him to the lab. Uh, Amanda Waller does. They take him to the lab, and his dad is there, who wants to de-Cronenberg his son. But Hector loves being a Cronenberg boy. Uh, he says... The he says that he, he's feeling great, and they sedate him. And then in our final scene, Hal is out watching corn, and he remembers that he should probably do his Green Lantern shit. That's the fucking power of corn. It worked for Clark, mm-hmm. and it works for Hal. Thank you, corn. The power of corn. The power of corn. Um, uh, I felt nothing the whole time. I I, you know, I was some. There were some moments where I the feel, Hot Wheels thing was was pretty good. The Hot Wheels thing was alright. The, some of the lines, some of the writing in this movie is fucking insane. So, I, I had, I said twice that Hal does something insane or someone says something insane. I'll just go ahead and detail both of those before I forget. So the first thing is Hal does an insane icebreaker at the party, Mm -hmm. uh, where he goes to Carol. He walks up to Carol and he says, Beautiful, isn't it? While Carol is looking at a plane, and he is also looking at a plane. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, my dad used to train in these. And he says, no, I was talking about your dress. <laughs> my dad used to explode in these. The other thing is that 
when he's showing off to take away Titi in his house, uh, he, mm-hmm. he's like, turns into Green Lantern and take away Titi. He's like, wow, you're a superhero. The superheroes always get the girl. <laughs> no. What the fuck don't. are you talking about? Learned the wrong lesson again. <laughs> I my favorite Taika moment. Uh, a, it's that he looks like Richard Iowati for the whole movie. He's in cosplay. and he does. He, looks he does so have, much like Richard Iowati. He does have an American accent. He does. It's I not actually, great. I actually don't know if this is a Taika moment, but it was my favorite moment in the movie so far. It's when they're at the party, and uh, Carl Ferris is giving his speech, and he's like. I have to thank my daughter Carol and and even Hal Jordan. And we cut to Hal, and you hear in the background a, a man go, "Woo, yeah, Hal, woo, yeah, Hal." <laughs> I I also wrote that. I love. Did that I moment. talk about last time how insane it is to be named Carl and to name your daughter Carol? Yes. Like what? It's the very. Fuck? It's very weird. Like hey, it's very weird. I am. Hi, my name is is. Richard and my daughter Richardina. <laughs> no, it's, this yeah. this would be if her name was Richard. It's even more well, Carol. Like, well, Carol is literally uh, like a feminine form of Carl. Is it? Sorry, I yeah. actually messed up. It, it would be like if her name was Rich Howard. What? Oh, Rich Howard. Yes, with an extra letter. Yeah, I did it backwards. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I, I thought the same thing. Carl Carl comes from um, essentially Charlemagne, and so does Carol. Oh, did he do a 23 and me or something? <laughs> hey, da 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 da. Uh yeah, we a lot we meet a lot of characters in this, but most of them amount to fucking nothing. At yeah. So far. I mean, here's the thing. I watched a little bit ahead when I was deciding where to cut for this episode, and as far as I can tell, next week is basically just going to be all the fighting. Mhm. Let's see cool. what it feels like. I don't feel like there's any more character stuff to happen here. It feels awesome. like awesome. I mean, I'm confused about the fact that like you're it, gonna have a fun summary, like Val. If it's I'm gonna not be mistaken, three sentences long, <laughs> they fight. Roll they fight. I mean, unless if you ever get what, tired of doing the third act, just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> so I was I was like scrubbing through the thing just to like see it. It it looked like it was all fighting. I don't think that there's going to be Hal going back for another training montage. Oh no, my I God. don't think so. I think he's got it. This like training that. montage is fucking ass. It's I so hate bad. Everything ab- I hate everything about what happens on Oa. So let's talk about the the training. I mean, if you could call it. It's literally he has one like lesson session from Kilowog, who is Michael Clark Duncan, for the this fucking is- record. I... Do not like this. No, me neither. I, I don't like anything about how they establish him being a Green Lantern because it. He, why so can't he, he be trained up. by a bee? Why can't he be trained by a bee? First of all, okay, I actually have so many. I imagine that Fuck. to be fair, <laughs> I imagine that the hu- the humanoid Green Lanterns are probably given a humanoid trainer while the insectoid <laughs> Green Lanterns but how get you, an you, insectoid you're, trainer. You're a space cop. How are you supposed to know that you're going to be fighting humanoids all the time? You could be fighting a bee. Mm-hmm. But exactly. But, well, I you know what? He In my imagination, you too. need a humanoid trainer the... because otherwise, you're going to be like, but. What, where do I put my legs? Right, but he has, right, right. Well, but the thing is, he has one... 
Like, he has am... one instructive humanoid trainer and one antagonistic humanoid trainer. Mm-hmm. And the antagonistic humanoid trainer doesn't need to be humanoid because he's not always going to be fighting humanoids. Kilowog is a cool character, and I did Leo point at the screen when I saw him because I recognized him from the cartoon. But I do wish that he had somewhere in this... Um, seeing the guy, seeing the Green Lantern that was, it's just a big fleshy ball mm-hmm. with the face. Cause that guy has an attitude. <laughs> yeah. So in the cave, there was a, uh, there were several ones. There's the robot, Green Lantern. Uh, there's the bee, Green Lantern. I, I, there's a Green Lantern that's just goop. There's a Green Lantern that's a big guy with one eye. There's a Green Lantern that's a jellyfish. There's a Green Lantern that's a regular fish. There's, There's a, green a Green Lantern, Lantern that's like, that has breasts. I, nice. like, I was annoyed by the humanoid ones. I'm also annoyed by the ones that are straight up an Earth creature. They're very unimaginative. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, so many. This, yeah. this comes up later. Uh, like, you couldn't. Like, what they do when they fight Parallax is they put him under a big net of chains. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, are chains just universal? Do all... Oh, my God, though. I was so pissed off at chains? So what happens with uh, with Hal and Sinestro is, yeah, after Kilowog is doing his, like, tough love coaching, Sinestro comes in and is like, I'm going to kill you, for real. And <laughs> uh, so Hal, like, generates a green sword... And Sinestro's like, how human of you, and makes two green swords. Uh-huh. And then they fight, and Sinestro is like, you are full of fear, and f- there can be no fear in the Green Lanterns. Ignore 20 minutes from now in the movie when I say that I want to become a fear lantern. Yeah, when I want to do fear stuff. But- Fear, like, boys. Fear. I, I want to be a fear boy. I appreciate that Hal is using his uh, ring to make- like a chainsaw and like a mini gun and all that. Like I'm like, okay, that works for him. Mm-hmm. Sinestro is making like fucking brick walls. Like uh-huh. mm-hmm. he makes a Captain America shield. He makes a Captain America shield. Can't, why doesn't he make anything yeah. cool and weird and alien? Even like, even like nobody. an alien sword would have been fine. But he makes the same fucking sword. Literally, as hell. the only court person who makes something weird and alien is Tomar Ray because he's rotating that cube in his mind in 3D, which is actually like a bunch of rings. Like it's one of those like you ever go by like an artsy shop and they have those like wind things that you put in your garden and it's like a bunch of shiny rings that turn around and turn yeah, inside yeah, out yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those. <laughs> One of, I think one of the moments in this movie that, in in this part specifically, that speaks to how fucking lazy this movie is, is when Kilowog is, like, dropping green boulders on Hal, who's, like, holding up a green metal plate Yeah, I mean, green boulders I can get behind. That's fine. There are boulders everywhere. Kilowog makes a green frisbee and throws it at Hal. He makes mm-hmm. three of them. And we see Hal dodge the first one. And then we get, like, an extreme close-up on Hal dodging the others. So we don't- (laughs) they don't have to, like, CGI animate the things flying at him or going past him. We just see his face as he's dodging them. It looks really weird. Kilowog looks like shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they did that thing where it's like, oh, this artist made Pokemon look realistic. It's like, no, you just made it look bad, (laughs) Yeah, but that guy made- that, that guy just- that guy like got hired and and uh, 
made Detective Pikachu. So, well, yes, okay. So that Speaking not the person, not the one you're thinking of, but like, yeah, when people are like, "I made the grim dark version." Of I just blah, think blah, he blah. just. I don't care how how much he looks like like how grim dark or weird or over realistic he looks. He, he looks too many bad details on him. He doesn't have enough details on him at the same time. Like he looks low resolution. I mean, like, everything does. The scene where we see all 3,600 Green Lanterns in the same place, I was like, okay, it's nice that we're getting to see, like, a variety of alien types, but mm. god, this looks like shit. Most of the ones around them are humanoid, Like, too. it seems like, fucked up. The, like, it seems- the fish Green Lantern is a horse, is a Bojack Horseman fish. If I went to well, they, Green Lantern... They put- and that's I didn't that's have, for Hal. They I, put all the ones that Hal will be able to comprehend closest to him. If I was uh-huh. a Green Lantern and the I got, he can kick out. I got there and I saw that they had like a ring. I'd be like, "Fuck you! I'm a ball of sentient gas. I can't wear right? this shit." <laughs> yeah, is that that's got to be addressed in comics though? That there's mm-hmm. there's got to be a thing where it's like well, the I mean, ball like of the... gas lantern is is like inside of a green containment ball or something. The, the, wasp the dolphin green lantern a, has a big, you know. The wasp is the wearing green lantern. Bouncing boy is wearing a green headband. <laughs> yeah. Where's the wasp? Have his or there? It's like around his thorax. Amazing. Okay, um, that 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 belt. I wanted to say also again, he he kicks Kilowog in the dick, and he yeah. he keeps he keeps getting lucky with the anatomy being what he thinks it'll like, be. Like you don't even know that <laughs> Kilowog has a dick. You don't know Kilowog's gender. You don't know that Kilowog even has any sexual organs or any vulnerable organs at all. But no, he kicks Kilowog in the dick and Kilowog goes cross-eyed and says, Oh, I went cross-eyed because you kicked me in the dick and balls. And then he puts puts a a collar and a chain and a metal collar on Kilowog, which as a character that's very explicitly black-coated, not huge on, kind of went yikes from that one. I forgot that happened. There's just a lot going the fuck on. Um, can we go through the st- the story chronologically? Because I have so much, so many things to complain okay, about, and so I need to keep track of them. After, so we're just move on from training. No, no, no. Like there's stuff that happens before the training. Okay, okay. He wait. He gets probed about. in the probe zone. Yeah, whatever. He's he's flying in a ball and he's saying, "Oof, ouchie, my wrists." Okay, he wakes up in the opal room. He when he gets out, he's he's in his suit, but it's not a suit. No, it's his skin is just green now. It looks like he has less skin than he had. Yes, before. it looks like he's smaller than he was before. Well, because it looks like it's made out of his muscles. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But he's, no, like, uh, he's like, he's like, because Sir had. What's the what's the guy who's like the anatomy guy, like Mister Goodbody or whatever? Mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. I forget what I his don't name know is. Which thing you're talking about? It's like a anatomy guy. Oh, yeah. in real life. Yeah. Yes. Oh, uh, I I know what you're talking about, but I don't I don't remember the name. Uh, Slim Goodbody. That's his name. He looks yeah. like Slim Goodbody. Goodbody. Yeah. Um, and then Tomar Ray, um, is the Bird, fish, lizard. I legitimately thought you were trying guy. to call Abin Sir Mr. Goodbody because he's so ripped. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought was happening there. That yes. would have been good. I'm going back to the the autopsy scene and fanning myself and saying, ooh, doctor. <laughs> Who brought in Mr. Um, goodbody? Slim goodbody over mm. here. 
<laughs> so Tomar Ray is like welcome to being a green guard green lantern guy. Um I will say I'm- Tomar Ray looks weirdly like Jeffrey Rush. I think it's they might have done facial capture on him because his there's something about him, the way he talks, that like I can see Jeffrey Rush. Oh, in the, that. the way he talks? Not the fact that he's British. <laughs> Not his voice. <laughs> the fact that he's voiced by Jeffrey no, Rush. No, it's his like facial motions. Oh, okay. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Um So Tomar Ray tells um Hal that he's been given he has he is a babblefish in his ear. The with induction the process. And he also has a bunch of knowledge in his head. And mm-hmm. I can't stand this. I know that this is done in a lot of things, but it's also done in a TV show called Drop Dead Diva, where um a homely looking lawyer and a, a a supermodel die at the same time. And the model goes into the lawyer's brain and like is reincarnate, like, and then has all the lawyer's smarts. So she like goes to do the lawyer's job and she'll be like, um, that's in violation of blah, 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 subtext and blah, 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 blah. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm so smart. And Drop Dead Diva is the only show that's allowed to do it. Or Chuck. So <laughs> they don't even, this or is Chuck. weird though, because they like, they kind of do it, but not really that much because it's, he's, yeah. The idea is that he's been plugged into the Green Lantern knowledge database. Uh huh. He has the Wikipedia in his head. Mm. But Tomar Ray is still doing exposition to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. not even like lampshaded where he's like, he's like, all right, let's go meet the Guardians. And, and Hal's Ryan, like, yeah. the Guardian. And he's like, oh, Guardians it looks like it didn't, it looks like it didn't complete or something. No, he just starts, he's like, who are the Guardians? Like, shouldn't you fucking know that? He literally only knows the census data. <laughs> that's what I said. That's why I said census yeah. data. Yeah. He, he knows nothing useful. He knows how many guardians are in each sector. I mean, how many, how, the population of each sector yeah. for, for the guardians, whatever. And the so, demographics. I can not stand this. Um, also, um, Tomar Ray has digitigrade fish legs. Which I yeah, which is a weird cool. adaptation. Wouldn't think that that would be helpful in that situation. But you you've know. never been to his planet. You've you don't never know. been. Who am I to judge? You don't know his yeah. situation. You don't know his I life. I don't know, but he, he definitely makes him more fuckable. I'll tell you that. Well, mm-hmm. well yeah. Well, um, kind of a Doug Jones vibe from him. I'm very... The g- digitigrade legged man. Then we get Hal's first flight, so he smashes his nuts. We also learn that the Guardians made Oa, and that also it shows, he's like, there's their tower over there, and you see um, this tower that, in retrospect, when I went back to check, you see the, like, tall, like, chairs on mm-hmm. that all the, the little um, Megamind boys and the girls Smurfs. are sitting on. The Smurfs. The Smurfs okay. that the Smurfs are sitting on. I didn't put it together at first. Um, I had to go back. I mean, I don't always pay the best attention to these movies, but um, there's just so much lore dumping and so much like it's like why did you have the narration at the beginning if you're also going to have to just say it here at the yeah. end and like <laughs> you, in the you, middle, and then moved, like, you you've soured on this movie. I had to fucking clean some cereal off my wall after watching this because yeah. I was eating it and I spat it the fuck out. Um, oh, I thought you were just like, and I was in a bad mood about it. <laughs> I threw my cereal well, at the I wall. I mean, I, I, for in, in Zero to Zero, it's eating beans and then spinning. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. 
So I, I was really confused about um, when they go and they meet with all the lanterns. Mm-hmm. Sinestro makes a big speech where he's like, "Friends, these are unprecedented times. Four lanterns have been killed by an enemy called Parallax, who we mm-hmm. don't yet fully understand." Uh huh. And I know, I know, we touched on this last time, but like. They talked in the opening narration like he was the only enemy who was ever a match for the lanterns, but then Abin Sir locked him up in a hole. Mm-hmm. Like, why why did nobody know about him? Yeah, why didn't the Smurfs just say, "Oh yeah, he was one of us, but he fucked up uh, the first time"? Why is why are these why are all of the people at this congregation though just learning about parallax? Right, like e- they could have Sam's even question. had the secret that he used to be a Glorbian like them, but still like why said, are they? It, like why yeah. is this perfect guardian parallax society run by an oligarchy everyone? of uh, a monoracial oligarchy? Also, Abin Sur was the number one best guardian out he of was all of the guardians. That good if he fucking died. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I did Josh Traeger voice there. <laughs> Sinestro did a better job against him than... He was... Abinsur was the guardian of Bologna, so you know what that means. <laughs> I'm raising um, my eyebrows. Uh, I think I have nothing else to say until Hal leaves. Well, I let me look at what, I'm, what I've got. Uh... First of all, when he learns how to fly, he does that stupid thing that they do in all movies where he falls first and then his rockets up and mm-hmm. then he does a bunch of CGI flips and they and he, look really bad. Oh, yeah. Um, it's just nuts to promote the roller coaster. Yes, yeah. he does. And um, they fly around feedback style. So shout out to feedback. <laughs> yeah, shout <laughs> out to feedback. Best way to fly. Inspired uh, by feedback. Inspired by feedback. And uh, Tomar Brought Ray also explains... Uh, the middle of the planet is this battery that's also the willpower, and willpower charges the battery, and the battery charges the lantern, and the lantern charges the ring. So that's how you get your power. Yeah, bud. Sure. Cool. Um. Is that not in the fucking database? <laughs> no, it's Why just census data. In the anti-exposition been... plot device. Sorry, does that, that, does that sound music. like? Uh, does that sound like uh, where a place is and how many people live there? I don't think so. <laughs> it's literally just census data. Only that. It's so stupid because it's like I wish that they. Isn't the whole point of having a guy who's like kind of an ass? getting given a position of responsibility where he has to learn a bunch of stuff. Is this learning the, the point that say, he has to like also spend a bunch of time working hard, learning on st- learning no, stuff? No, because all the learning that he does, he does by accident at a party. He I'm takes a fucking say, like, pill. With, with the sector names, they, they really should have gone with hexadecimal there. They could have really saved themselves a lot of, uh, of numbers, a lot of digits. What? What do you mean? Uh, well, so counting in base 16 means that you can count the higher numbers with fewer digits. Oh, hexadecimal. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's the way would that... 3,600? Would that, would that still be four digits? 3,600? I don't think so. Oh, no, you're right. It would be E10. Yeah. Gonna save yourself a lot of ink. <laughs> Over thousands of years. Yeah. Yeah, but this movie was written by humans, so... Um... <laughs> humans don't know hexadecimal. 
This Michael- might, and I mean no offense, Giga, because I love to do this too. That that might be the most niche criticism any of us has ever. Oh done yeah, I mean I didn't movie. mean it genuinely. <laughs> okay. But you are correct. I mean, I mean my ones sincerely. Yeah. Uh, so instead of yeah, so instead of like having to study, having to you know sit down and really work at something for the first time in his life because this is a huge deal. He takes a fucking pill that has the answers to his homework on it. Uh-huh. And then they're like, okay, time for a training montage. And by that, I mean, we're going to train you for five minutes. What really fucking got my goat here was that it's like, they lampshade it later. She says that you get all, she's, she's just, mm-hmm. uh, Carol says to him later that he's like, you get all this stuff for free and you waste it. And uh-huh. it's like, I don't expect the movie to care about that. No, the movie loves it. He gets rewarded mm-hmm. for that every fucking time he does it. In fact, it, it's always framed. She literally like, says, "I feel sorry for you, Hal. You get given so much, so often. Is there really no fucking onboarding process besides somebody's going to say welcome to Oa to you? They I don't teach not. you how to fucking fight as a guardian." Well, they were trying to, but then then Sinestro showed up and said, "Because it kind of seemed like they were tra- they were testing him." Well, that's what I don't get. Is like Sinestro just straight up like kicks him out, and Tomare and Kilowog are just standing there, like, "Oh man, that's messed up." Oh well, yeah. Kilowog also, Michael Clark Duncan is of course great as you know he's a big strong guy. He's mm-hmm. large. And so he's a great fit for Kilowog in that way. Um, the writing for Kilowog is so bad. So bad. So, like, he's got all these, like, zany one-liners and blah, but, like, you don't know this character. Is he fucking Canadian? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that means. I mean... Well, speaking of not knowing characters, I I mean, I was... Does Kilowog say Poozer a lot? I don't know. Sounds like a slur. I was really, speaking of not knowing characters, I was like hitting my head against the desk when we go to the party later. Okay, he does say poozer. And Hector Hammond is there, and the senator Uh is there, and uh, Hal is there, and Carol and Carl. And we're there for like 10 minutes with everyone like bumping into Mm -hmm. each other and being like, oh, hey, Hector, Hector, it's it's me, Hal. And and then the senator comes up and he's like, Hal, good to see you. And Hal's like, I'm surprised they that you invited never me. And the senator's like, you're family, Hal. And I'm like, explain a, how the fuck do all these people know each other? B, yeah. what is this party? And it turns out that it's to celebrate the, the, the contract that fucking, by the way, when he uh, talks speaking to Carol, of Speaking of him getting rewarded for shit. But he talks to Carol and he's like, oh my god, how'd you make the contract happen? And she's like, well, I pointed out to them that the only reason that you won is because you broke the rules of engagement. And if if Mm -hmm. we make the the sabers fly higher, then they can't possibly lose. And he's like, oh, so technically I actually helped you get it. And she's like, all right, easy. And I'm like, no, he did. He did his job. What are you talking about? He did exactly what you asked him to do. <laughs> he did. He did yeah. You got the contract because he did his fucking job. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> um, I also just, they never fucking explain how anybody knows each other. And literally, Hector is like, Hector goes up to Carol and is like, oh, Carol, long time no sees. I'm doing great. 
And Carol's I like, think we're meant to assume that they were that the three of them were childhood friends and that Hector always had a crush on Carol. Yes. I think that is the implication. Yeah. Um also another thing that they never explain is uh did, does Hal get his job back? They invited him to this party and they like shout him out in the speech and he's he just standing there like, I'm suspended. <laughs> he has a new job. He has a new job. <laughs> Kilowog during during the training at one point says Gravity's a bitch. Oof. Didn't like that. Didn't like that I didn't one. Write a lot of, didn't write a lot of notes down during the training montage. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, hey, this is a niche complaint, but uh, why doesn't the translator translate Poozer? Yeah. It translated whatever he said into bitch. I don't think Poozer <laughs> is... I think Poozer's just something that he... So, according... Okay. Let's go. They should put a little translator's note. You know? Kellogg was trained by Lantern Ermy, a reference to gunnery sergeant R. Lee Ermy, who would often uh-huh. use the word poozer, which means useless rookie. A, a word Kellogg would oh. later adopt, but in a friendlier way. Uh-huh. Wait, so it's not an alien word? It's an actual word? Yeah. Well, no. Oh, that's disappointing. I, I was imagining that Hal would be, like, getting yelled at by his drill sergeant. It's something it that R. Lee Ermy says, so. Who's R. Lee Ermy? R. Lee Ermy is the drill sergeant man. Uh, oh, he's from um from Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, from from Metal Jacket. I'm just imagining that Hal would be getting yelled at by his alien coach, and the coach is like, "Ah, you damn it, Hal! You're such a word that doesn't properly translate from Kilowog's native language, but can be <laughs> roughly translated to mean useless loser." <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, so just. Th- this animation, the animation of the training montage is bad. The lighting is not, it's not giving. <laughs> like, every, all the individual pieces are, like, lighted differently, and they don't match the environment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's ugly. My question, Sinestro is like, I can't believe the ball saw something in you to Hal. Mm-hmm. And he's like, if it were up to me, I you would be fucking dead. I don't know. Like, yeah, I was. Like, you could, I, you could, you're a stinky little fear boy. I hate you. You could never replace Abin, sir. What the fuck does Sinestro know about Hal at all? When did they He's meet? Been watching the movie Green Lantern. I don't know. What the fuck? I mean, it's it's reasonable to be like like training with him and like getting a feel for the fact that like he's he's full of fear. Fine, I can buy mm-hmm. that. But yeah, he's like you're a selfish little loser, and you always run the- away from Carol. Yeah, he's like the first time I ever saw you, I had I had doubts that you could do it, and there's nothing that's changed my mind that I've seen. Like yeah. Yeah. I'm also bothered. Like, I think I said this what? earlier, but I'm also bothered by the fact that Kilowog and Tomar Ray are listening to this. And they're just like, "Well, that's his opinion." Like they don't say yeah! anything. They're like they tr- they like pat Hal on the shoulder afterward, and they're like, "The ring doesn't make a mistake, Hal. Don't listen to him." Why don't they uh-huh. like get in his face and be like, "Hey, Sinestro, back the fuck off." Yeah. Hey, you're kind of doing a mono an evil monologue right the same, now. The same rings that picked you picked him. So how about you? Go fuck yourself, Sinestro. And then he'll be mm-hmm. like, I'm scared. I have to get a yellow right now. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm pissing in my pants. Ah. ah. Fetch me my red shirt. Okay, can we please move on from Oa? Ring. Um, yeah. Red shirt? It's the, the 
oh, oh, Captain, we're going into battle. Oh, fetch me my uh, red shirt so when I bleed, nobody will see me. Oh, Captain, your ex-wife is there too. Oh, fetch me my brown pants. Oh, I, I've never heard that. So, well, it's a joke that uh, sounds like that, but is we cut, said well. We so. cut to Earth where Hal is climbing out of a of a space minivan and Tomar Ray and Kilowog wave goodbye <laughs> as they drop him off with a sack lunch. They stay there. They stay hovering over the yard while they watch him unlock the door and get in safely, and then they drive away. <laughs> uh, we yeah. Then we we got we get the scene with Hector like teaching xenobiology in college. Yeah. So I wrote uh-huh. in my notes originally, oh, he's teaching at a high school, and I was like, that's weird that he's teaching at a high school. But then I realized. No, these characters are the characters are the same age as the actors. Oh, he's a professor. That's college. No, that's high school. It it could be a college. Whatever the case, it's weird that he's teaching a xenobiology class anywhere. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what he's freaking. But yeah, we we learn that he he can like hear people's thoughts, and one of the Mm -hmm. jocks is like, "What a loser! What a freak!" And then his mm-hmm. eyes glow well, yellow, and he starts, boobus. like, telekinetically slamming the guy on the ground. Yes. Then he, he goes he, to his lab and take he goes to his lab and takes a sample of his own blood. And have you ever been such a huge fucking nerd that even your red blood cells are covered in Cheeto dust? Yeah. <laughs> this guy's, uh... His blood is not normal. This is so weird, because there's, like, a little CGI animation of what his blood looks like. And then a CGI <laughs> animation of, of yellow going over his blood cells and i'm just like i don't know that that's really what you can see from while he's watching it he's just like nice he's yeah he's looking at the monitor too yeah cool <laughs> whatever so hey, i think right. it'd be really i think it'd be really funny if um if he got this power from the yellow ring or the yellow goo of being able to hear people's thoughts but like it's like half people's like negative thoughts about him and half like the power that Mel Gibson gets in What Women Want oh my god where you can hear every you can hear women's thoughts and they're just as girly and stupid as you imagine they would be <laughs> <laughs> I should go by so- makeup later he's like yeah so he's hearing yeah, the guy so be like this class like- fucking sucks and then another girl being like just because we kiss doesn't mean I'm a lesbian now. <laughs> I like bubblegum. <laughs> I fucking... like bubblegum and ice cream on the beach. <laughs> They're fucking, uh, yeah, he becomes He's a fucking Is my period himself. coming tomorrow? They really are like that. <laughs> <laughs> Reddit was right. Yeah, I mean, this guy is a big time fucking Redditor. And then uh, the, one, of the, one of the two times that I related to Hector in this um, section of the movie is he gets a text from his dad that says, um, you know, meet me at my office at three. Mm-hmm. Dash, dad. Dad. Which, I uh, love that. Which, my- if it was my dad, it would be uh, dot, dot, dot instead of dad. Yeah, <laughs> meet me at my uh, office, dot, 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 dot. And you're like, oh, why are he- they, why? Why? Is he going to, like, does scream he- at me? Yeah, like, does your dad, did someone have a heart dad, attack and Does your dad do your that too, Sam? Yeah. Like, why the fuck do they do that? And you're like, Dad, what's up? He's like, oh, I just wanted to say hi. Yeah. (laughs) Why why are they like that? (laughs) I don't know. I was so confused, though, because when he gets that text where he's like, meet me in my office, I was like, oh, his dad must, like, be the president of the university or something. Uh And and Mm -hmm. that's how he has this xenobiology course that he teaches. Yep. But no, his dad is one of the senators from the beginning of the movie. 
So my okay. dad, my dad has also signed texts. Um, he doesn't do dash dad though. He says love dad because my dad loves me. Not Let to me flex. Check my but... messages from my dad and see what. Sorry, he's... Hector. So then he's um. My dad sent uh my dad sent me a picture from the uh, K-pop concert that he was at. Oh, awesome. what K-pop concert did he go to? Uh. God, it was it was like a big thing in in London. Was it Blackpink? Right oh, I don't remember if Blackpink was there. I think Red Velvet is who he was really oh, okay. excited to see. And he sent he sent me a picture of them and said, "Nathan, they're all single." And I said, <laughs> "You're not Nathan. Wrong son. Not- <laughs> wrong son. Wrong." Also, uh, I'm more Way of a mama shot, though, Dad. I'm more of a mama <laughs> fan anyway. Uh, the so uh, yeah, it's like. You might have wondered why I was being quiet, or be thank God Giga isn't talking for once in their miserable life. Uh, <laughs> but I've been putting my intellect to a use, and I've pulled up here a Wikipedia article, the list okay. of Green Lanterns. Uh-huh. I'm just going to take uh, a random okay. name from this list and read it. And if it's humanoid, take a shot. Okay. Kaja Docks. Kaja Docks of Yod Kolu was a young female whose third level in, whose third level intelligence puts her as one of the highest on the planet. The fuck does that mean? She's not a great warrior of her people, oh, yeah. but is instead a computer repair person living with her girlfriend and struggling with an overbearing mother. Nice. The love she feels for her simple life over the frustration of her day job puts her on the path to becoming one of the original seven Green Lanterns. Her body is currently located in the Vault of Shadows. Does she have two R. arms, P. two legs, and a head on the top? Don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Um, she's got one arm, five legs, and the head dangles underneath uh, between the legs. She's, Hell yes. She's you brainiac? kick her between the legs and it hurts because you're hitting her head. She's, <laughs> she's brainiac. Is She's one of a brainiac species. Oh. She's, she's green, and she's got dots on her face. Interesting. Okay. So the other time that Hector is and she's a lesbian, and she's a lesbian, more. But does she got feet? Yes. Um, the other time that Hector is relatable in this uh, section is the um the party. Uh, there's a part where they're like about to do the speech, and Hector is feeling very awkward. Mm -hmm. So he has this like very full martini glass that he just like puts his head near and just like. I do this. Sips off the side of it. I do that. I love. I feel like Peter Sarsgaard is like the only actor in this movie who's like having fun with it at all. Yeah, I loved this completely pointless shot at the party Mm -hmm. of him Mm -hmm. drinking out of his glass like a drinking bird toy. Just knowing that he also does not trust himself to not tip over this glass until there's (laughs) a little bit of wiggle room at the top. Yeah, (laughs) this is this was the most humanized moment any character has gotten in this film. And yet I couldn't uh-huh. relate to him at all because he's at a party. And he'll, he's also a big <laughs> Well, he didn't want nerd. to be there. Uh, he smells a woman. Relate to that. Can't um, relate to smelling women. So, yeah. He, we he, see uh, the, the Guardians go into the... Also, like, just kind of out of order. Um, after the Hector and his dad scene, there's a little scene where the Guardians approach um, Parallax and he gives them all the sucky. This um, pissed me the fuck off, though. Because they they gathered all 3,600 fucking Green Lanterns for why? Yeah. They go to fight Parallax with five guys. Yeah. Uh-huh. Why? Like, why? 
I don't know. I mean, it's just to like be fair, five of them, and then Sinestro's like watching, and they put a big like net made of green chains on him, and they start like blasting him with their I, five rings. I will and say, then he gets out and he sucks their skeletons out of I their will dicks, say, and Sinestro leaves. This, I mean, I'm gonna say, <laughs> why did Sinestro get the sucky as well? This is, I'm. This is probably prudent. I'm saying, I'm defending this. It was probably a good idea not to send the entire Green Lantern army about someone that they profess themselves don't know much about. So even if it requires a few people to die, it's better than the entire Green Lantern Corps getting the tornado suck job. But they, so this is they, the, a scouting mission, and then they yeah, then they know that he'll give you the tornado suck job, and but unless they you're red, all thirty six hundred of them, and then they 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 didn't even have like a backup. It's like group a, that was have like you never been in a meeting like that where it's like the entire company for like some dumb no, shit? No, but also I'm not done. one of the fucking guardians of peace in the universe. Well, it's the same thing. There's 3,600 Green Lanterns in existence, and most of them had to come to a meeting and then get back to their day job of just, like, catching someone who, like, stole an old lady's purse in Sector 3,500. You think that they're all beat cops? No, some of them are just, like, uh, like, have a desk job. (laughs) I'm the Green Lantern for Sector 1,312, and I do data entry. Because yeah, only th- two people this live sector there. doesn't have anybody in it, so I just kind of hang out. Mm-hmm. I th- look coordinating schedules with a large group is hard. Okay, it's it's hard enough so, for us. We don't even have a large, group. and we're only three people. We're not thirty six hundred yeah. people. Yeah. So Sinestro's like, we're all gonna go, and then like. Two thirds of the crowd was like, "Oh, like today." Sorry, your speech a... was too long. I don't have time. I got to get back. I have a thing. I have a thing a that starts thing. in fifteen minutes. I told Sorry. my wife that I would go to IKEA with her. <laughs> yeah. If I miss it again, she's gonna be sure I'm cheating on her. We're gonna oh. get some of those meatballs. Oh, no offense, meatball. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to buy a parallax for our living room. <laughs> <laughs> They all just start blasting. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> it was you. So Sinestro goes oh, back to the Glorbians on their big chairs, and mm-hmm. he's like, Parallax instills fear in the lanterns, and then he feeds on that fear. It's heading here to Oa. You need to tell me everything you know about it. And then one of them says, well... Once there was a time when we thought that will might not be as strong as fear, so we all talked about what if we became the fear core. And then mm-hmm. we said that's probably What not if good. we got some lemon lime action going with fear <laughs> and will? But one of us, Papa Smurf himself, believed that fear could be mastered and he didn't tell any of us but he Mm -hmm. went you know how we have the green battery of will we also have a yellow battery of fear that we don't talk about yeah he went to that one and he tried to suck it it all up but then he sucked it all up so good that he became parallax and we called him i don't know who named him parallax but (laughs) we called him that do they have? Do they yeah, have why is he too? called Parallax? Like, what? What about him embodies moving things in the distance, moving slower because than things that are what close he's to called you? In the comics. Okay. So then we had Abin Sur imprison him. So he did, and then we didn't tell anyone about any of this. I understand 
why Abin Sur would be the one to imprison Parallax. Apparently he was the number one boy. Fine. He was the number one boy. Why would he also be the person that would like go out on a limb and go to a planet that they haven't been to before to like pick it? it I just, it annoys me. In- didn't he crash land on Earth? I don't think yeah, he did. Yeah, I didn't think it was on purpose. He did. That's true. That's fair. I th- if I remember I correctly, just- he, he, he like told the ring like we need to find a replacement in range and it was like how's the best we got <laughs> okay i don't know so what it's... the ball sees in him <laughs> so this okay so this wasn't abensur um doing something wrong it's just the writers doing something wrong which is i it annoys <laughs> me when like the person connected to the main character or like some somebody in a story is like the number one guy. Mm-hmm. Like there's 3,600. And one of them got to be and, the best. And, and the best one is the like, because it's not enough that Hal is like the the least initiated um, Green Lantern. He also has to be re- a replacement for the number one best boy who ever Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. You know what bothers me? It's just that, like unrealistic. That I think is kind of like a missed opportunity in this movie full of missed opportunities. Yes. There were four Green Lanterns killed by Parallax. Uh-huh. Why don't why doesn't Hal meet the other new initiates? That's <gasps> something. Oh my god, yeah. Well, yeah, what happened? Like make it like a fucking like a Green Lantern school movie where he goes to the Green in... Police Academy. Yes. There's a Green Lantern that can make all the noises. <laughs> he yes! uses his ring to just like summon like a little <laughs> clown horn. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's not nearly but... as impressive. <laughs> no, it's really not. Did those do, But he do acts those like... like it is and it's really embarrassing. Uh-huh. Yeah, they must have been like making this and be like, yeah, we're gonna make it to make the Black Lanterns movie, and that's going to be so good, and it's going to be so <laughs> good. And that, it probably would have been pretty good. The Black Lanterns stuff is real real, real fun, but... Uh. Well, they I knew just... they weren't going to make the blue ones, because mm. they called Carol Sapphire. Yeah, they're not blue, they're called the Star Sapphires, and they're all women. Are all the Green Lanterns male? I know we see one with breast, but we don't establish that... The, you just read the... that there was a one who's a Lebzian. That's yeah. true, but in this movie, eight. in this movie, in this movie, why are all the star know. sapphires women? In this economy, because the ring is anti, is reverse sexist. Well, because it's the penis isn't, ring. Isn't, isn't the isn't the star sapphire thing love? Isn't that the power? God, what a what a bad, what an ill advised thing. <laughs> That's yeah. comics. That's so comics. anyway, Parallax is coming to Oa to get revenge, and he's Katamari'd out of control by absorbing all the fear skeletons out of everyone's mm-hmm. dicks. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, Sinestro has the brilliant idea to, well, why don't we just harness the corrupting force that you know, uh, this guy tried to said, harness and it turned him evil? I've always said that there is a place for fear in the heart of a Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Mm. It's always what been if my I thing. became the fear I knight. I think it's great. Well, so this is the thing: is I think Will, um, is uh, the name of my neighbor, William. Um, no, it Do Will nice is something that no, he's oh. rude as hell. He's always stealing my mail, but it's like junk mail, so I let him have it. Okay, you know that seems like an act of kindness. I've seen him sneak onto my porch and steal my mail and sneak off. But what the anyways, fuck? he's taking your junk mail for you. 
What the f- No, that's, like, not okay. Yeah, I, I popped my head out one time and I was like, hey, don't steal my junk mail. And he was like, hee hee hee, and, like, ran away. Wow, like, he clearly, jumped into the sewers. He clearly thought it was better that I objected. Wait, so now anytime okay, I have garbage wait, Val, is this mail, real? You have to tell no. me. Okay. <laughs> not at all. Oh my god. I don't I don't know my neighbors at all. Okay. <laughs> and I did not have an interaction with an adult human who went <laughs> Well that would be really cool. <laughs> don't trust anyone who knows their neighbors. <laughs> well the <laughs> my food I, I got like Grubhub delivered one time and they delivered it to um a couple street a couple numbers down and um the person the guy who lived there um saw my phone number on the like invoice or like whatever the thing and you he know, called paper- you and, said, and then he hung up <laughs> yeah he sent yeah. me a selfie of him eating my frozen yogurt um <laughs> and i just sent back no um then he sent no. you a voice memo of him going <laughs> yes exactly um but he called me and like came and was like oh okay yeah you're just down the street i'll just come walk it over to you and i was like thank you and he was cute and i was just like that's so kind wow that's like bye that's an ideal <laughs> like I was situation inside i was like inside my house before i was like i wonder if he was single yeah i wonder if i could have struck up a conversation yeah with that, him. yeah that but also you could have fucking rom-com that shit but here's the thing also I was wearing <laughs> this old pair of shorts that the elastic in the waist had completely died. So I was holding my shorts up. And like, <laughs> I was like, I have to get out of this situation as fast as possible so you cannot see that I'm holding my, my shorts. shorts up. Just, here's what you do, okay? You, you order more food to uh-huh. the wrong address on purpose, but you put your phone number on it. You okay. get a new, super nice, expensive pair of shorts. Okay. And he comes over to bring you your food and you're like you're like waving your shorts in his face like, "Ooh, we can't keep meeting like this." <laughs> waving my shorts in his face? Yeah. Yeah, like doing Do a you... handstand. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Not like twerking or something. No, doing a handstand. No, you're not wearing the shorts. You're just wearing different things. Oh, oh okay. Well, okay. he's like, "Here, look at these." But you're also still holding your old shorts up. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I have one hand on the new shorts and one hand on the old shorts, and then he he hands what the I food to me, wearing. and I'm like, I don't know which hand to take this from you with. So, oops. Oh no, that's perfect. That's perfect because then I can be like, I don't have any hands. Can you like come in and help me with this? <laughs> yeah, I think this scenario Please. has gotten away from us. Welcome I, to our house. Uh, no, I think this, this scenario, scenario has is... come to me yeah. directly, <laughs> like a like a monkey at a like an um, angel custody from hearing. Like an angel from heaven. Like a monkey yes. at a custody hearing? Yes. So I think this was an episode of Drop Dead Diva. I'm not quite sure. Oh I my don't God. remember. But it's these these people divorce and they have like an orangutan or something that they like raise together, but they're divorcing. So they have to figure out who's going to get the orangutan. And she scans her memory banks and she's like, wait a minute. This is not the legal precedent for orangutan custody. Uh huh. And they, you know, kind of make an argument for the monk, the orangutan to have personhood, because then he gets to decide who he goes. According with. to Smith v. Dustin, this is a tangent <laughs> off of a random comment I, I made. Like, no, Val, it's an orangutangent. A- <laughs> it's an orangutangent. I just we're so many layers in right now. 
Especially with all these pairs of shorts on. Okay. Great. The will is coming Sinestro from pisses the his guardian, pants on purpose. But the fear is coming from their enemies. Uh-huh. I think that's a strange that's an interesting an interesting distinction because if it if it's the power of love, it's how much you love someone. If it's the power of will, it's how much you will to do something. If it's the power of fear, it's not how what you're scared of. It's not how scared you are. Uh-huh. It's how scary you can be. Uh-huh. My snarky review of this is going to be titled The Power of Won't. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, So now we're at the fucking party. Everyone's here. Carol apologizes to Hector for his childhood. I told you there's a lot this week. Dad goes to leave the party. So dad gives a speech. The dad senator, Senator Dad gives a speech that Mm -hmm. is like, our children are the future, such as Carol and Hal. Yeah, Hal. Woo, yeah, Hal. And then, like, the, you just see Hector, and he's like, and I'm so excited for this. Thank you mm. all for coming to the party. Okay, but to be fair, Hector has fucking nothing to do with this. Uh, apparently. The president unless- of fucking Ferris Aeronautics or whatever, like, does he know? I mean, I guess he probably does know Hector. They're all friends. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah. Hector is the friend of his child. Childhood friend of his child. I Apparently, so. and then again they they toast to to uh, to Carol and Hal, mm-hmm. the fucking mm-hmm. the fucking president of the company toasts to Hal, and Hal's just. I like, mean, Hector I'm doesn't just... have shit to do with this. Like, yes, but uh, it's no one still should be weird. congratulating him. Why is he at that party then? You know? I know they're all family. They're all family. No, why is Hector at the party? Because they're all family. He's just an incel. So Hector starts to blab about the alien thing and that his dad Did is we like talk ah, about the fact he's... that hector that hector finds out that his dad just straight up tells him that he got nepotismed into oh. autopsying an alien yes yes i forgot like, to mention that he's like uh, i'm on a subcommittee qualified xenobiologists who could have done the autopsy dad uh-huh what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> his dad is like just be grateful okay whatever um yeah he's on a subcommittee so he was able to pull some stringos so the dad apparently the strings that he pulled didn't involve telling his goons not to physically knock his son unconscious (laughs) (laughs) it's just easier okay it's what you you gotta do do, i don't care (laughs) whatever just get you know get him a paycheck so he moves out of the basement and then hector Uh, like walks up to carol at the party and he's like a toast to you and hal's future She's like, ha ha ha! Oh, good seeing you, Hector. Yeah, but then she does say it's. Uh, it must have been hard growing up with your dad, and I'm just like, what? Where did that come from? Why did you say that? What? what? Why didn't we? We've gotten flashbacks to young Hal. Why have we had no flashbacks of like the three of them as friends? Yeah, Maybe great that question. Use for yeah. context for any of this shit. I I can't wait for when we watch the third part of this movie and we learn the actual backstory and it's something completely different. <laughs> There's gonna be like a like a very emotional fight between Hal and Hector, uh-huh. and we're supposed to be crying about how like they were childhood best friends or whatever. And I'm just watching like, so do they know each other from somewhere? Right. Did they meet at the party or yeah? So and then I'm gonna be I'm gonna be like okay they must have been childhood friends and then Hector's gonna make a big speech where he's like, you know Hal, I always thought you were my friend ever since the day in college when you helped me get custody <laughs> of that orangutan. <laughs> 
Oh, that's yeah. Yeah, you think you figured it out with context clues, and then one of them says, "You call yourself my cousin." <laughs> he touches. He touches Hal and absorbs memories, and we see <laughs> we see flashbacks of them in court. Yeah. Oh, oh, the orangutan walked to the ex-wife. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's Hector where they had the falling just out. Like Hector's just like. You know, my dad, I don't remember if we talked about this, but my dad said something or other about how I'm a thinker and Hal is a doer. And yeah, mm-hmm. my dad is right. But I did get to cut an alien apart. So that was pretty cool. And Carol's like, yeah. uh-huh. This martini doesn't even taste like there's any alcohol in it at all. <laughs> <laughs> so Senator Dad is like, haha, what a funny science fiction story you're telling, Hector. I love my weird son. Who makes shit up all the time. And then Hector just hears in in his dad's thoughts, no, I don't. (laughs) Not. Just Borat voice, not. Um, Senator Dad gets into a helicopter to leave the party in in an impressive fashion. And he's really (laughs) close to the party. Yeah, he's like, like, this is a disaster waiting to happen. Yeah, Nobody's he, hair he is like blowing around. doesn't get in the helicopter around. and then they fly up and away. They fly like over the party, like 10 yeah. feet above it. So they can wave to the people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So wave, then Hector. Wave before you get on and then you don't have to do this. Mm, life hack. <laughs> <laughs> Wear shorts that hold themselves up. So then um, Hector is like, mm, I hate my freaking dad. And he telekinesis. <laughs> Boy, does he! Uh, he telekinesis the um one of the taps of the beer mm-hmm. tap mm-hmm. um spring of beer tap to, like same. fly the yeah to fly off and hit the smaller little propeller that steers the helicopter and makes it uh Not stable. Not spin out and explode. Yeah. Not spin out and explode, and you'll never guess what happens. To and the then helicopter. Pete Davidson walks out and says, Hey guys, I'm ready to be in the movie. And then he gets splattered <laughs> by the helicopter. Yeah. Yep. The, yep. N- no one gets splattered by the helicopter. No. Not Literally a no one. Single yeah. person. These people are so able to not trample each other and just mm-hmm. get out of the way of the helicopter. While it in evening wear too several times, which is even more impressive considering how fucking long it takes Hal to even imagine doing anything about it. He's like rubbing his ring, and he's like, "Hmm." "I should probably." They don't need Hal Jordan. Somebody can do something about this. Like the helicopter is like skidding across the ground, and Hal's like, "Hmm, "Maybe." uh." Uh, These guys don't need Hal. They're fine. Clearly, they're Yeah. yeah. The only person that needed him was the guy, was the dad in the helicopter because apparently that would have killed him and the pilot. But he and the pilot he puts on his costume. Well, and in in he, helicopter pilot school, they teach you that if anything goes wrong, steer the helicopter into the crowd as much as possible. <laughs> they, he, this guy goes for a second following round. his training right away. Yeah, yeah. The helicopter swerves away, and the the pilot is like, oh, oh, oh nope, and turns the wheel. They back teach you in helicopter school if you're gonna crash. Make, make it a big story. Yeah. Uh-huh. Take out as many Nobody's going to remember the time that a helicopter crashed and nobody was hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Uh, so this is so, for how very, very literally, I cannot emphasize cannot enough just, how literally I like, mean this. Literally, Hot Wheels literally, bought literally, product literally. placement for this movie. Yes. He materializes a Hot Wheels car. He makes th- the, like, around the helicopter. Like, he as makes like a receptacle. And then he makes a big Hot Wheels track that uh-huh. he basically just has it swerve around in to lose mm-hmm. momentum and slow down. Yep. I thought this was corny as shit when I was 15. Yes. Yes. What but do you think of it now? It's, it's corny as character shit. character for the man-child of Hal. Yeah, it, does, it makes sense. It makes sense, <gasps> and I appreciated it. I thought it was characterizing of him. I think okay. it would have worked better if there were, like, in some of the flashbacks that we've had of him, if he was, like, playing with Hot Wheels or something. He even we had know, one. We've seen, I swear to God, there, there's there gotta be, like, a like a bunch of deleted scenes of, like, flashbacks in this movie. There's gotta be. I mean, maybe they just wrote a bad movie and they didn't write a good one that they cut stuff out of. There, there, he could have even there. We could have like just like seen Hot Wheels on his kitchen table at his fucking gigantic apartment. Yeah, anything. He could have brought a Hot Wheel with him to watch his dad explode. Mm-hmm. There could have been like a scene with him and Taika where Taika's like, "Hey, you want to play with Hot Wheels later?" And he's like, "I'm talking to a girl." <laughs> right. Like oh, anything, man. anything to set this up. As it was, I did think it was like. Pretty all right, even though yeah, it's yeah. incredibly corny. But it I was don't corny, but it was that. fun. Yeah, the building starts to fall on Carol though, so oh, he no. makes a, yeah. a bubble to protect her. And then um, once the helicopter shiz has uh, calmed down and nobody's dying from the helicopter anymore, he emerges heroically from the bubble with Carol. So he picks um, her up out of the bubble, which is apparently made of liquid, so she's drowning in there for a while. What is? Yeah, which explains the... why she was unconscious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he was trying to preserve her. I like there. that, uh, first of all, it's hilarious to me that Hal, like, you know, we talk about how implausible some of these disguises are in these movies, but, like, uh-huh. he's wearing a little domino mask at a party full of people that he's known for apparently his entire life. And mm-hmm. everybody just toasted him. And everybody just toasted him, so they know that he's yeah, at the party, Yeah, let's too, turn and, and look at him. him. Right. Uh, he basically fucking peekabooed them. Uh, yes, yes. But what I, what I love here, he pulls Carol out, and she's, like, unconscious. Uh-huh. And her eyes are closed, and she's all, like, slumped over. Mm-hmm. And then her dad runs over and hugs her. And then he's he, she's, like, still unconscious. And then Hal, like, flies into the air, and she just, like, wakes up, and she's like, oh, there goes Hal. <laughs> <laughs> Except not Hal. She still doesn't know that it's him. Right. So, this- so I guess she was just, like, pretending to be asleep. They do. <laughs> you can get- I think they can get away with this, because- like, Carol needs to have her eyes closed to not fucking recognize Hal. Yes. Obviously. Um, but, but yeah, and then he's as he's filmed zooming- on someone's brand new LG telephone cell phone camera phone device. Yes, yes, yes. With a big wide screen that flips, that slides open to a With keyboard. With one probably. megapixel. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Yeah. One. Um, it's incredible. Um, so then, yeah, H- Hector walks into his apartment and his head, um, explodes into parallax shape. He get a big head. He get a big head. He's got, it's, um, this is, there's like a. Yeah. And he's like, 
Uh, and it's he, the sound of him eating his pasta at the desk. My man, my <laughs> man has been working out at the library. <laughs> he no really kidding. has. He really has. Yeah. Um, and he's looking at a a news clipping about Carol with a picture of her. Um, to establish weird. that he's in kinda love with her. I mean, he's probably just yeah. He's using that, and he's going to go jack off. Yeah, it's black and white picture though. I mean, there's got to be a better headshot of Carol. No. Anyway, so no. Um. Oh, um, I hated this mm-hmm. when Richard Iwadi knockoff comes to visit Hal. Taika, Richard Iwadi knockoff, Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi, yeah. Um, <laughs> he doesn't act like Taika him. Waititi he just really has... looks like him in this movie. Mm-hmm. No, the glasses are very spot on. Yeah, the glasses and the hair. Yeah. Um. I anyway. literally, I literally, this is not a joke, because I posted that screenshot of him the other night, mm-hmm. and uh, I went away from my computer for a while, and when I came back and I was opening Discord uh, to just check Discord before going to bed, I opened it up, and for a split second, I was like, oh, it's a picture of Richard Iowati, and it was the uh-huh. it was the post that I posted yeah, yeah, of yeah. Taika Waititi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, I really don't like when you can see you can it pinpoint the exact frame that the actors start enacting the part of the script that says overlapping dialogue yeah it's so <laughs> unrealistic it's never funny or maybe it was funny the first time it happened but it's happened too many times now mm-hmm. stop do- fucking doing stop it, it. because all I want to do is rewind 20 seconds, watch that clip while staring at the mouth of one of them, and then rewind 20 seconds again and watch the stare at the mouth of the other person. Okay? And that's distracting. That's mm-hmm. taking away from what I'm here to do, which is watch a movie. Mm-hmm. Like a normal person. In 30 minute seconds at a time. Yeah. yeah we, we, if there's Please. one thing that we do on this podcast, it's watch movies like normal people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so anyway, they do that. And, uh, there's also the cliche thing of, um, Hal is like, okay, I'm going to show you my suit again. And he holds his hands out and he's like, bam. And then he doesn't change. But it doesn't work. Like, oh, he has to, you know, like shake it. Like, is this thing on? And then charges it on the lantern and then it works. But it's just like, I know that that's very like tiring to, for me to just like, and then this stupid thing happens and then this bad writing moment happens. But it's mm-hmm. like, that's I want people to. Podcast. I want people to get an accurate feeling of what it's like to watch this movie. Yeah, also, it doesn't help that Taika Waititi's character is just completely fucking useless and mm-hmm. none of this needed to be in the film. Uh-huh. Yeah, because the transition from this scene to him visiting Carol is... Why? Well, like, what makes him think of this? Like, when I he when said, my friend says, shows me a supernatural ability they have, you know what I'm not thinking about? Is that that girl that they had an on-and-off thing with? <laughs> Like months ago, you should and go try to with. kiss your ex. Like, yeah, if my friend was like, "Hey, I can fly now," I wouldn't be like, "Oh my god!" You know, who'd be really interested to learn this? Um, that guy that stopped texting you from Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes to Carol's office, which is also her house, which is also the air control tower, uh-huh. and. Uh, he like flies down on her gigantic balcony. It's like uh-huh. it's like a mile long. Yeah, it's it's for this exact purpose. Yeah, and he's got like the Batman voice modulator uh-huh. for no reason, where he's like, 
hello, ma'am, I wanted to, I, oh, I didn't get a chance to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, standing, like, four feet away from Hal, who is uh-huh. Hal, and she's just like, mm-hmm. oh, well, you know, I, I never got a chance to thank you. Uh-huh. And thank God, eventually, she's like, wait a minute, you're Hal. She, yeah. she walks up to him, and once she gets close enough to, yeah, to, like, kiss him, she's like, wait, you're Hal. I just, I love, I mean- We've talked about how badly written the this woman is, and it the the pattern continues with this because how do you know this superhero is available for sexual intercourse? Yeah, literally every time a woman gets saved, she's like, "Oh my gosh, how can I ever thank you? I don't have any cash. I don't have like- any cash. <laughs> oh, you need to come in and." My, my oh, my pies. nightgown is slipping open. I wish there was any way I could repay oh, you. Oh, I didn't know there was pizza. How will I ever pay you back, Mr. Pizza? <laughs> I mean, superhero. <laughs> mm. Like, uh, come on. Where's it's... the breadsticks I ordered? <laughs> oh, I want so, it with uh, extra sauce. Extra sausage. Um... But then, yeah, she recognizes him. She's like, aren't superhero movies so stupid? That mask is so small. I've known you since mm-hmm. we were kids. Hee-hoo-ha. <laughs> and they go to... um. I have a huge <laughs> gripe with this cut. They continue their date from, um on the cover of Views from the Six, Drake's album. <laughs> this is so weird, though, because uh-huh. uh, she... We cut from her being like, oh my god, you're Hal, oh my god, to Mm -hmm. this, like, really long establishing shot that's, like, sweeping across, like, the runway and the air traffic control tower area as we hear, like, voiceover of the two of them talking. It's, like, a ten-second long establishing shot, and I'm just, like, in I spy mode, like... Where are they? Where uh-huh. are they having this? Co- are they on? Are they walking on the runway? Are they in the tower? And then finally, nope. we cut to them sitting on top of the tower. I'm like, you gotta that. That's <laughs> so disorienting. Yeah, Ugh. and they're they they're doing the thing again where, um, Hal has changed her mind in the intervening time. Don't worry about it. We cut it out. Mm-hmm. And also, it now he's just- more dumping on. Her, but also on us, what the fucking Green Lanterns are. Uh huh. So she's like, ha ha. ha. This is the third oh, time I've had it explained to me what the Green Lanterns are in this film. Hmm. Mm hmm. I still don't know. I don't. I still don't think I know. I love. Which they explained what they were for mm-hmm. when he Why? he's explaining how his powers work that we already had explained to us once, and he's like, "It's only limited by my imagination," and she's like, "Only limited by your imagination," and he's like, "Yeah, check it out." And he materializes a green necklace on her and is like, Mm -hmm. think of it as a very late birthday gift. And then they kiss. And I'm like, does she know that it's just going to disappear? He kisses her on the cheek. Like, oh, yeah, you're right. They don't they don't even kiss kiss. She's like, oh, my gosh, I wish he had kissed me, but he didn't. Meanwhile, she like, like she like walks away afterwards, and the necklace disappears. Just, and she's like, "Wait, yeah, because he falls gift. asleep hey. and he's not concentrating anymore." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look, you need to think about that necklace for the rest of the time that you know me, okay? Because that was a <laughs> dick move. Otherwise, <laughs> it's a symbol. It's a gesture. He doesn't want to give her anything, actually. Yeah. Um, 
So then Hal tells her, well, I technically quit. <laughs> I, um, I kind of walked off after like 45 it is minutes. clear if I am actually a Green Lantern. Uh-huh. And then it's, she, it's like immediately time for them to go. I, the, 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 the end of this conversation though is she's like, this is so you, Hal. Mm-hmm. You always run away from everything you care about, which there is no precedent for that in the film. No, not at all. Nope. It nope. was implied that that's why he like ran away from her after they boned that one time. But like, he has a steady job, his dream job, even. Uh-huh. He's in touch with his family. He's really close with his nephew. Uh-huh. He's doing the exact job that he's wanted to do since he was a kid. Mm-hmm. He went to the party, like. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, li- yeah, it's <laughs> literally just, about? they had sex and he decided not to pursue a relationship. And she's like, you're given so much so often. And it's fucking rich coming from her, too, because it's like, yeah, well, we know why you have your job. Nepotism. <laughs> Nepotism. Nepotism. It's a terrible she's ta- thing. She's trying to tell Hal about, you know, all of his privilege, and she's the freaking daughter of the CEO. Mm-hmm. And also wanted to be the executives. Wow. Funny how that works. Um, so Hector's forehead becomes vascular Blue. as well. Sorry? <laughs> it's the sound that Blue. his forehead makes. <laughs> That's the sound of, yeah, his... Forehead becoming uh, too messy. Uh-huh. <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> um, Amanda Waller comes in and she's like, hey, Hector, um, how you doing? How's your Just- blood? It's yellow. Oh, that's great. Great. Okay. And um, gives him a little pat on the shoulder, touches his cloth like his clothing. Uh-huh. So it's not even like skin to skin contact. It's just touching well a nerd like this isn't gonna get much of that hey <laughs> so he um he starts seeing like photos of her life and like voiceover and stuff well you basically see like her meeting her husband having kids her kid one of her like her son goes out what was the point of this not nothing her son died her son was shot by guns just like amanda waller who is basically not a character in this needs some pathos Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh yeah we just see like like flashing images of like i love my family (laughs) no my family (laughs) Uh uh-huh oh yeah and her at the her at the uh the grave too yeah yeah it's very weird (laughs) she's not in this movie why was this here i I don't know i'm gonna make a prediction okay this is in the movie so that he can touch hal later and be Uh like your how? Yeah, it's it's setting Your something up. I think dad exploded. Um, I mean, yeah, they're establishing this ability of his, but it's still fucking weird. Um, he also like once this happens, he's like, aha, physical touch stimulates the mnemonic memory. Like but he doesn't. Fly. He he doesn't say it like that. He says it like this: physical touch stimulates the mnemonic memory. <laughs> He's on ASMR mode. The new fragrance. Yeah. I, <laughs> I did not like it. I took my <laughs> headphones off for that. I literally, in my, wrote, wrote, in my notes, wrote, Why's he got a whisper? I'm Ew. Going to brush my teeth. 
<laughs> I'm going yellow fear mode. I watched your family get murdered in a flashback sequence. <laughs> Watch it. So, yeah. ASMR roleplay. Yeah. <laughs> you are. ASMR roleplay. You, you are, are Amanda, Amanda Waller. Waller. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I am dying from the head plague and you are Amanda Waller. Um, <laughs> Ow, my head is big. <laughs> So Amanda Waller is like, you're going to love what it sounds like when I tap on my head. (laughs) 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 Amazing. Um, Amanda's like, you're going to love this room we're about to take you into. Um, And they go to this... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's a boys themed room with with sports lamps and a foosball table it's awesome it's what you might call pretty rad mm-hmm. this is a room for jocks he starts like <laughs> slamming them against the walls with telekinesis <laughs> but what he where he actually is brought is he's brought past where he did the autopsy on Abin Sir into a lab and his dad is there and it's always so embarrassing when your dad sees you in your beluga mode mm-hmm. when you're a melon and you can sense his thoughts through, through mm-hmm. your melon maybe yeah. they're just like trying not to set him off but i did think it was weird that nobody in any of this like acknowledges the fact that he has a big swollen ge- he, gigantic genius head he looks like shit like he does not look it, like it'd be one thing i don't know like if his head got really big and he had like a big brain like big shiny forehead and big brain i could see them being like well his forehead was pretty big before i don't know but it, like he he looks like he got big brain disease and also like attacked by a thousand yeah. bees yeah like so much so, of like, his he looks face like is he, he's been on the wrong side of a bee sting incident they zoom yes. in on his blood in the microscope and they're like wait a minute that's not Cheeto dust. Those are tiny bees. Ah! <laughs> I also thought spe- uh, another another missed opportunity from this fucking film is that when when his dad is talking to him and he's like, "Son, we're gonna fix you. We're gonna make you regular mm-hmm. again." I was I was really surprised that there's not like a moment where like he reads his dad's mind and his dad is like, "Ugh, this disgusting thing is my son." Or, alternatively, like, oh, God, I, I hope Hector's okay. Like, one mm-hmm. or the other. Like, it's weird that they establish that he can read minds and he doesn't read his dad's mind mm-hmm. in this moment. Right. But he's no, too he's, obsessed he's with too sick of telling mode. his... Yeah, he loves it. Yeah. He's, he's not listening. I mean, he, yeah. he I think he literally says, like, this is the best I've ever felt in my life. <laughs> I feel great. <laughs> this feels even better than when I stole my neighbor's mail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they, they mentioned, oh, there was a second alien on that alien that you did an autopsy on, mm-hmm. and that's the um the goo that got on you. And it's kind of taking you over and like making you sickle mode. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Yeah, I love it. I hope I I hope everything turns yellow. All my blood cells turn yellow. <laughs> Yo, listen up. Here's the story. <laughs> I'm yellow. Da-da-da-da-da. So, yeah. 
That's the move. I mean, the last scene the, is how well, contemplating. La- he's yeah. contemplating because he's, he's contemplating. <laughs> he's thinking about stuff in a cornfield. Um, yeah, and he's like, contemplating Can I might be need a to be lantern. The title. Yeah, and then and then it starts blinking. This the ring spidey sense goes off. Oh, they they tell him that in the training montage. Also, they're yeah. like, your ring will sense when impending danger, and then uh, Kilowog bodies him. Um, <laughs> yeah, in the cornfield. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> oh it's actually God. just an indicator for that that Kilowog is near, coming. Yeah, it's a Kilowog proximity <laughs> indicator. So next time we will presumably talk about uh three cgi monster man fights i actually uh-huh. don't know i don't uh, know you know if... uh sinestro is not a villain in this movie yeah which is weird because it feels like they're setting him up to become a villain but like we surely don't have well, they thought they were gonna make Hector another green lantern and movie parallax and sinestro all in the last like 20 minutes of this movie maybe it's like he fights sinestro verbally you know, in like an argument mm-hmm. of like, I deserve to be here. And then it's like, hashtag onto parallax. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. You know what's going to happen? <laughs> what? Is we're not going to see Sinestro again until the like mid credits scene. And he's going to be like, well, I've got my yellow ring and I'm ready to go fight. <laughs> what do you mean parallax is defeated? Oh, well. And then he just flies away yellow. Well, I had another idea. I and might it's try. A, yeah. To be continued. <laughs> in Green Lantern 2, the second film of the DCEU film fr- and then you just see like an executive <laughs> run in and like uh-uh uh-uh uh-uh. No, Don't no, read no, that. No, 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 no. Yeah, ignore yeah, that. No, no, no. <laughs> We're not doing that actually. Nope. <laughs> Amazing. <sighs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us this <sighs> week. Oh, you're welcome. On this episode of Zero to Zero. Oh, sorry. I misunderstood. Where we learned about all sorts of Green Lantern things. <laughs> yeah, it's time for our yes. recap. <laughs> Yeah, time for the recap segment. So, on this episode of Green Lantern... (laughs) Question one. What is the population of Sector 2135? Let's review. I I closed the list. Never mind. I was going to ask if you wanted to hear another one, but I closed (laughs) it. This is not an open codex test, by the way. (laughs) All right. Well, I got to get Taco Bell and host movie night, so let's wrap this thing up. (laughs) Okay. Zero to zero... Is brought this to podcast. you by uh, the Green Where's Lantern Corps. X Y Z, or that the, the Head and Smallening Institute, and by viewers <laughs> like you. Thank you. Thank you. And I, you, know you I wish we were. Noise space. I wish we were publicly funded. What? We're not funded at all. <laughs> I have fun every time. Anyway, you can find us on noisepace.xyz, home of many great podcasts such as LMNOP, the podcast about elementary. Uh, you could, uh, uh, Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks. I don't know what that was. And one's a day about. or two after this episode goes up, mm-hmm. you can find the first episode of Sounds About Light, mm-hmm. the Kingdom Hearts podcast. Thank God. Oh, we're finally there. New podcast drop. So. Very exciting. It's my podcast. Uh, yeah. 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 I know I said it last week, but I just want to, in case, in case this is anyone's first episode. What other uh, podcasts have you been on, Sam? Uh, Jurgenit about the secret life of the American teenager. Kylex Y about Kylex Y and extra credit about the internet. Can we find and you what's on Twitter? On there? Huh? Can we find you on Twitter? You can find me on Twitter at Posi Stress. 
Okay. Hi. Spelled just like that. I'm Giga. Uh, <laughs> Four E's and a Z. Your favorite host and your least favorite human. Uh, you can find me um, in your heart. Um, you can find right me next to the fear on Twitter. You coward at Gigalithic. <laughs> Uh, if you listen to this podcast and don't follow me on Twitter and aren't in any Discord servers with me, uh, then this is for you, I guess. I spent too much money buying a new PC because I really need one. I've been working off a laptop for the past uh, past three years, and it's getting somewhat tiresome. Uh, mm. I, uh, I am taking art commissions to help me uh, return to normal after a very large purchase. Uh, if you are interested in having me draw something for you, please contact me either via direct message on Discord, on Twitter, or uh, on, at at, uh, at at gigalithic at gmail dot com. I'll draw shit for you, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so please. much. Our podcast art has always been made by Giga. Please, it was so fabulous. much fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> Hire Giga. Their art is good. It was in a Do video it. game it's called true. Paradise Killer, available on Switch. Now. Critically acclaimed. Critically acclaimed. Hi, Val. Hi. I'm Val Flight Cub. You can find me on Twitter at Flight Cub. Buh. The second B stands for beans that I spat out on the wall. Gross. Can't believe how bad this movie is. That's well, all. That's all. You, you, that, yeah, we Val is the, the, Val is the, usually do that at the end. Val is uh, the host of Element OP, by the way. I am. I am. I am. And Giga and Sam have each been on episodes. It's true. That's true. And now... And you know what else? <laughs> one Argyle what? Funk. What the yeah. f- How do we end this? Uh, Green. Uh, green! We are the core. We are the corn. The green we are the corn. corn. We are the corn. We are the corn. We are the corn. We are the, we are the children. <laughs> we aren't the children of the corn, though. Yeah. <laughs> that is something else. We are legally distinct. Please don't sue us, Super Tramp. Until next time, please don't sue us, Super Tramp. (laughs) Bye. Goodbye. Bye, Green. Wait, no. Green. That was like a UNICEF song, I think. Like, UNICEF used that one. Goodbye!